0: Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving god and we are not its favored children. The heresies of Radolf Burntwine. coming January 2nd wherever podcasts are available.
2: (laughs) That's so cute. You don't like it? No, I'm gonna punch it. This is me punching. Oh, my God. Get out. They <laughs> think <can> actually got <laughs> look, look at that stupid smug face. It's terrible. He does
1: have a smug face.
2: It's, like, really awful. It's like... <laughs> oh, no! <laughs>
3: this is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief, Sierra 117, and you're listening to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. Now, finish this fight. Master Chief... Out.
0: What's happening, friends? Welcome to Podcast Unlocked. It's IGN's weekly Xbox show, episode 574. It's December 14th, 2022. Our second-to-last show of the year. We'll be taking just that last week off. We'll be here next week. Perhaps, though, today, Miranda Sanchez, (laughs) hello. Hi. We could end up crowning the Unlocked Block Trivia Champion for 2022 if you get it right. And Stella doesn't. So those, but so Stella, all you got to do, if you if you get it right, uh-huh. regardless of what Miranda does today, uh, you stay in the game. Destin, okay. no I guess. Pressure. Destin is is uh, has to get it right. Hi, Destin.
2: Hi, Destin. You have to get it right, or you're out. <laughs> <I know>. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. It's fancy. It's I like uh, it.
0: yeah. It's much fancier. So so you got it, Destin. It is it is uh, lose, and you're it's it's you're eliminated. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is <dead> <laughs> that is where we stand with the unlock block. And if you're wondering, Ryan, what are you talking about? Listen to the entire show. You got to get. So we do that right near the end of the show. We do our weekly unlock block trivia challenge and we do it all week long or all year long. Pardon me. Mm-hmm. And a kind listener every single year. I've never it's this has never been a problem. I always have multiple volunteers who volunteer to make a physical trophy. That the winner gets. Destin, you've got, what, one or two of those on your desk somewhere, right? You can can sort of see one up there, actually. Yeah, I see up top. And I I have one down there on the bottom,
3: too. Yeah, so Destin's got a
0: couple. I know Brandon
3: Tyrell's got one. Miranda, did
0: you
2: win last year? I did. Yeah, so you're
0: the the defending champ on this. Yeah,
2: Mm. so this would be my second year in a row if I won, and that would be incredible because I'm really bad at trivia, but I'm good at (laughs) deducing uh, logic puzzles. I can do those sometimes.
0: By the way, we still need to play Escape Academy.
2: Together. We do!
0: Yeah. Yes! Unless you've already played it with your twin.
2: I have already played it, but okay. I would happily play it again. Okay, that'd I'll be take great. different puzzles. We split Sweet. up puzzles. That's yeah. really fun.
0: I, I, I really do want to get back to that game. I, yeah. It was a pleasant surprise in the middle of the year. And then, oh, yeah. and then we just got like buried in an avalanche of video games at the end of the year. So it's true. We're going to talk about some of those. Um, but before I do, I just want to mention real quick. One of 2023's first big games is Dead Space Remake. And it is our IGN-first cover story for this month. If you think back to your youth uh, and—well, if you're old. If you think back to your youth with video game magazines, uh, Dead Space Remake, we're covering it all month long exclusively. We've got a bunch of great features, videos, gameplay on IGN, so don't miss that. Uh, The traffic on that's been amazing, so clearly lots of interest for that game. I wonder if— Interest is even up a tick now that Callisto's out and, you know, not that it's hardly a bad game, but it didn't maybe quite live up to what people were hoping for.
1: I was right in my preview and I'm so glad that people are playing it and being like, oh, you know what? Yeah, some of those points we agree with. You just, you gotta trust people, all right."
0: <laughs> it's almost as if you had played the game And and, uh, had a constructive opinion about (laughs) it.
1: Funny how that works. And I recently (laughs) just replayed through the original Dead Space too, So I went in really excited and I was like, oh, this is not what I expected. So I think there is a lot more interest in the remake now. So particularly because uh, Callisto was okay, but it definitely didn't scratch that itch. And it was very short for the game that it is.
0: Yeah. Uh, Another game that's sort of out this week. I mean, it's been out for seven years, but the next-gen update for The Witcher 3 is out this week. It is free for anybody that already owns the game. Destin, uh, your team has put together one of your awesome performance reviews, correct, where you are comparing it against its its previous self and comparing platform to platform?
3: Yeah, Yeah, uh, Mark Medina did a graphics comparison where he looks at the two versions of the game, basically the original and the this version and then Michael Thompson, who does, our, does a lot of our performance reviews, he looked at the old version and the improvements in the new version and sort of gave us a rundown on that.
0: Well, I know uh, it's, it's worth watching so you can literally see the difference, but mm-hmm. Destin, can you give us the the Cliffs notes on on how the, what the sort of verdict was on this next-gen update? Uh, it's better.
3: It's very pretty. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, largely,
3: it's pretty cool for a free update to see enhancements like this, right? Especially for an older game. And uh, overall, it's it's impressive.
0: And then uh, real quick, one other note is we didn't get to talk about this last week. since Or maybe you did. I wasn't here. I, I previewed Diablo 4 for us. Mm-hmm. And I just want to go on record on this podcast of saying how how cool that game is, it is <laughs> I, I. it's been a long time since a game like I play very lucky I get to play a lot of great games but it's rarer than ever these days for me where, where something is like I can't stop thinking about it even after I'm not playing the game even mm-hmm. if I'm just like out walking the dog I'm just like thinking about Diablo 4 <laughs> that's wow. how good Diablo 4 is even in it's uh, rough state we got a release date for it at the Game Awards June 6th fittingly 6-6 uh, hopefully it's at like six oh six p PM, pm or am would yeah. be the yeah. the 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 icing on the cake there for the for those of you who uh, followed Diablo, but that yeah keep your eye on Diablo four and check out my preview on IGN or or on our YouTube channel. Uh, it is the game is playing amazing already and it's oh man I can't wait. That's if Starfield comes out anywhere near Diablo four. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do. Oh
2: no! I know
0: it's that will be the worst, like first world video game Sophie's choice in history. <laughs> like, well, which one do I play? What what do I do? I don't know what to do. But uh, it we has don't,
2: to be Diablo Four, right?
0: I mean, probably. I think
2: it's gonna because, be because, yeah.
0: Uh, I, you know, I, I would. I guess I would wait for a patch on Starf mm-hmm. the Inevitable. I mean, not that they're, they're all games get patched, but. The odds of Diablo 4 shipping cleaner, I think, are higher than the odds of Starfield yeah. ship. just based on Bethesda history.
2: They have a track record.
0: You know, I, I say that with love. I don't, don't mean anything uh, malicious by it, but that's, you know, it's the, just known, the record speaks for itself. Yeah, on that. It's-
2: Stuff floating in the air, plates are rolling through tables. <laughs> yeah. A lot of things it's, that can happen, but you know, that's, that's, a, that's just what it's happens.
1: Kind of the charm sometimes. Sometimes we like to look at his charms. Although yes. hopefully this
0: this Starfield delay means we'll get we'll get a super polished Starfield. That would be. Yeah. Who can, I can say? I would welcome that. Then that would I make the so. choice even more difficult. But all right, uh, Stella, let's talk. Let's talk right now. <laughs> uh, high on life. I know uh, Miranda, you've, you're buried in an avalanche <laughs> of video games. I've, both. Personally and professionally.
2: When it came out this week, I was just like, "Wait a sec! Oh my God, it's already time." <laughs> we didn't have a lot of—I I don't know—like the lead time to prep for this too, just because we've been sort of, an, as you said, an avalanche of games that we already have. Obviously, we just had our best of Goat Live. Yeah. Um, there's just been a lot going on, so it feels like it was a surprise, which is also a problem that it shouldn't necessarily feel as a surprise. It should feel like something that's really exciting because it's one of la- Xbox' last things for this year.
0: I think it is their last thing. I mean, it's December thirteenth is when that game.
2: I refuse came to believe out. that there's nothing else this year because there's been so much already. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Destin, you, you haven't had a chance to have a look at it yet, have you? I think we talked earlier. Uh, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. That's okay. No. Um, yeah. It came in. Yeah. Review code. I don't think I'm talking out of school here. It, it didn't <laughs> even come in until super late. Yeah. I think it was late. one of those day one patch situations that was doing a lot of, a lot of cleanup. But uh, yeah, I, I actually just ended up downloading it the night of release straight off Game Pass, uh, which I k- encourage everybody to do. Mm-hmm. And Stella, yeah, like I, I have to say, I was a little annoyed the, the day before it came out because I felt like nobody was talking about it. Like it was yeah. just, here, Here's this is, a, this is a significant day one release for Game Pass. I feel like I didn't hear anything from Microsoft. I didn't feel like I didn't hear anything from the developer, granted, okay. I mean Justin Royland's a big name but the the his team Squanch is just a they're a relatively small independent studio they don't have like a major Ubisoft or or Activision or whomever else 2K backing them with a eight figure marketing budget but I thought oh man more I got to play this a couple months ago when we did the IGN first and it's it's, it's a hilarious yeah. it's probably I don't even think probably it's the funniest video game I've played in a long long time, I mean I'm trying to think like like Tim Schafer Psychonauts two is funny this is this is more like intentionally laugh out loud, funny than Psychonauts is, yeah um anyway, I was feeling kind of annoyed, <laughs> but then it came out, and I know you know and I'm seeing out and out in the video game verse, I feel like a lot of people are they've started to download it, and everybody's seeing how good this game is
1: yeah. So, on Twitch, it was funny. The day before launch, they a lot of streamers got early access. And I didn't want to watch because of spoilers, but I did see like a lot of big numbers. I was like, oh, this is awesome. I hope people are realizing that this is going to be a really fun game. Um, and I downloaded it on my Xbox Series X yesterday, and I started playing. I did about three hours, and it runs really well there. And I got to try out my new Elite Pro 2 controller, which was oh, really fun. Nice. Yeah, which I'm definitely going to mess around with the controls, because... I do really like the game, but I think the controls, like, the movement is a little weird. So I got to rewire that, but um, that's what the back bumpers are for. So, um, yeah, but I really like it. I expected it to be funny, but, like, there's so much stuff that you can just miss. Like, there's so much parts in the world that you can, like, listen in on conversation. I think that's the best part. Listening in on conversations is the funniest part of that game. Ooh. Yeah,
0: I've, <laughs> been, I've been purposely going slow through it because like i normally like any other first person shooter i might like listen to an npc for a moment and then keep going but in this game it's like no i'm gonna see where this conversation is going that these npcs are having (laughs) like uh i mean this part had been shown a couple months ago i actually back at gamescom there's a part very early on where Let's just say there is a, there's like a teenager that's taunting you. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I guess right. I won't ruin it, but, but it's like, I just stood and listened to it. I was like, how far oh. is he going to take this? Oh, I didn't. I, I, immediately, <laughs>
2: I, remember, I remember watching that and it's it's actually pretty funny because they show what happens with that. Yeah. A After, small individual. Oh, my
1: God. Afterwards, talking to someone yeah. that was... his yeah, mom. It was, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay, I do love that in this game, when you're like, can I stab this person? Most likely the answer is yes. And then some random person will give you justification for it, which is so funny. <laughs> and it makes you feel even worse. You're like, don't justify what I just did. I had no justification for it. Stop it. It's so funny. Well, uh,
0: Mark Medina posted a clip on Twitter. <laughs> this isn't a spoiler at all. Uh, it's... In the beginning sequence, when you first start kind of moving around, uh, he 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 just paused the game, yeah. and then he unpa- and and they you know they work in like the fourth wall meta humor where Kenny the gun their yeah. first gun is like yelling at you for like what are you doing pausing the game nobody pauses it here that's not gonna help here <laughs> that's cute uh, so but uh, the the part I definitely don't want to spoil or again everybody just just. Download it on Game Pass. Give it a try. the The first five or ten minutes of it is a, a fun thing that should that is best not ruined for you. Yeah. It's just really funny. I mean, the i th- the review I think will be up on IGN by the time this episode airs. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Are you Re- reviewing it? No, okay. I would I would love to have. I just Travis didn't... North up. Yeah, Travis oh, North. In. So I I hopefully I'm not uh, talking out of school. We're giving it an eight. Uh, I have not looked at any other reviews as of yet, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's got, Stella, would you say, oh, sorry, Miranda, go ahead. Oh,
2: I'm sorry. I was just going to say reviews are, I've been kind of keeping an eye on them and they are as expected pretty across the board. I think this kind of humor either just really hits with you or it doesn't, but that's just humor, right? Like I think everyone has their own brand that they like. I love Monty Python. I'm sure many people would find uh, Monty Python's Holy Grail incredibly boring, but that's fine because it's just a different kind of humor. And I'm personally really excited to get into this because I already like that you're saying that it has a lot of humor that sort of plays on it being a video game and breaks the fourth wall a bit. And I think ultimately, what I want to see, I saw this really nice commentary about like visual humor and especially with movies and how like certain directors actually use the full scope of comedy with it being a movie or a film or something. And if you're doing that with it being a game, I think that's just probably the best way to deliver those jokes and it not just be kept to, we're making funny, funny jokes. Cause we read these lines. It's like, yeah. no, 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 it goes beyond that. And it actually uses like this medium as something to play with. And I, yeah. I think that's really cool.
0: This week's podcast unlocked is brought to you by Nord VPN. Hey, if you're watching a lot of sports like me and you hate blackouts, Nord VPN is a great way to go. You can use NordVPN, a virtual private network, to watch live sporting events, TV shows, films that aren't available in your region by switching your virtual location to a country that is That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind.
3: This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become
1: New York's King of the Egg Cream.
0: So if you like funny true stories,
1: come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Yeah, and Stella, would you agree? Like, it, it, to me, feels, it's got kind of a a bit of an old school vibe to it gameplay wise yes. <laughs> like and, and i actually mean that in a good way like it it feels a little bit like a throwback maybe a 90s or 2000s era first person shooter where it's it's a little more simple but again i mean that in a good way like yeah. there's not a bunch of
1: focused maybe
0: that's a better word for it thank you yeah, yeah. i, I do you agree?
1: Yeah, I definitely... So it's really funny. I was talking about the gameplay with my chat yesterday, and people were like, oh, it's kind of like a Doom, like Doom-esque like shooter. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I guess I could kind of see that. But I don't know. It, it does feel kind of arena shootery with the way that you can move around and use different guns. Um,
0: and there are traditional boss battles in it, too. Yes,
1: I actually really liked it. I got to... I, well, I don't want to spoil it, but I got to one of the bosses and I was actually really enjoying the arena. Like, they did a really good job. Also, the environment is... Way prettier than I expected. Oh, it's beautiful. It's a, it's, the, the
0: color palette's gorgeous yeah. in this game. It's really
1: nice to have color in games.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
0: especially in a shooter. Yeah. <laughs> it says was, the number one Gears of War listen, fan. Listen,
2: guys, I was just playing Gears, <laughs> and we just beat it. I was like, wow, look at all these colors. Yeah. Various shades of brown and gray. Yeah. But it's like, this is a time. And my sister was like, why is everything the same? And it's like, listen, in the early 2000s, everything kind of looked the same with a lot of shooters. We just accept it as a as a staple of the time. Right. we, we but... were
0: dark and gritty, and we liked <laughs> yeah. it that way back at the time. Oh, speaking... Ryan, do you? Th- oh, sorry, go ahead, Destiny? I was just
3: I was just curious, Ryan. Do you think High on Life is hitting the same notes as like a Conquer?
0: Yeah, to a yeah. I mean, they're obviously that's a platformer, and this is a, a shooter, but yeah, I, I just think mean that's a reasonable wise. like. Uh, I mean, a, a comparison. That I saw thrown around a lot ahead of release, which I get. I think is fair as Oddworld, like Stranger's Wrath.
2: That's kind of oh, what it made me think of yeah, too. Yeah, it's
0: got that vibe I love too, all the and odd world. Um, yeah, like Lauren Lanning would probably love this game if he's not if he's not playing it. Lauren, if you're listening, go download <laughs> High on Life on Game Pass. Um, but yeah, it's still. I think you were about to jump in on something there.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna go back to the arena shooter thing. The second gun you get is absolutely just the Needler. From oh, Halo. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a minute, this is so familiar. And I was like, oh my God, it's just the Needler, but sassy. I love it. <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah, if if the Needler could talk, this is yes. what it would say.
1: Yeah. Oh my God, I love it. And I like that I I didn't get a certain thing right, and I kept failing at it, and the gun was just like, okay, listen... I can't help you on that. I can only do so much. And I was like, okay, look, I'm working on it. Just give me a minute.
0: There are also, uh, my understanding is, because I haven't gotten as far into it as I would like yet, but there are uh, entire movies that you yes. can watch in this
1: game. Yeah. I and love that. apparently I love it there's so much.
0: There are a couple, there's at least one achievement for like watching an entire <laughs> movie. And, and there's a joke attached to the achievement, which I won't which oh I won't God. ruin for people. So it's just, it really is a comedy first-person shooter through and through. And uh, again, yeah, like... <gasps> yes. There's... <laughs> we oh my gosh, it's incredible. It. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, oh, and there's
0: a, there's like a, a Mystery Science Theater yeah. style like commentary riff track over the oh top of, of one of them as well. And yeah, it's it's just a... It feels... I guess the one word, if I could boil this besides funny would be refreshing this Mm -hmm. game feels refreshing to me yeah um you know i i first person shooters have been my favorite genre for a long time and it's not that we've never gotten a game like this but i feel like we haven't gotten one like this in a while Mm -hmm. like it's been a while i'm ready for it it's there's been a lot of bad news out in the world in the year and this is kind of like just like (laughs) kickback like yeah you could watch a funny show but if you want to play a funny video game, there just aren't that many of those. This is one of them. And this is its the funniest game I've played in, in a very, very long time. So uh, Game Pass. Another win for Game Pass. Download it. It is worth the the, you know... Chipping away at your bandwidth cap, uh your monthly <laughs> bandwidth cap with your ISP in order to download High on Life. Uh it is been super fun.
2: A note too on Game Pass. Um, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga is also on Game Pass now. So wow. that's just another nice thing if you do need something that's a little bit more light-hearted and funny. And that's family another.
0: family friendly, family which friendly High on yeah, Life yeah. is oh, most no. definitely <laughs> not at all in any way, shape, or form whatsoever. Do not let your children hear this video game. I mean, the visually it's not necessarily yeah. the worst like it's a, thing, so but, just but,
2: paint yeah, it's but, just paint yeah because <laughs> yeah,
0: everything's so alien and colorful, colorful and goofy yeah. but yeah uh, better mute the tv if the kids wander into the room Keep while, the you're playing, on. while you're playing while you're playing this game
1: oh actually yeah i want to point out i didn't realize this was going to be a thing but a lot of people complained about how much dialogue there was between the gun and you but huh. you can actually turn it down which i actually didn't realize was going to be a thing so when i saw that prompt come up i was like Oh, that's great. Yeah. So all those people that were complaining about it, you can, like, turn it down if yeah. you
0: want. In the settings menu, yeah. there is a... You I want- think it, it defaults to, like, gun chatter... And it's, like, frequent or yeah. something. And I left it like, yeah, I want to hear from... Yeah. But, yeah, you can absolutely dial it down.
1: How could they not want to hear from their gun friends? I know. Well, <laughs> just want, I mean, maybe just they're just to really town. bad at aiming and they just get yelled at oh. a lot. <laughs> oh, if it's griefing them, okay, maybe I can see that. Yeah. That's actually really funny.
0: So, uh, yeah, congratulations to Justin Roiland and the Squanch team. The game's super fun. Um, and, yeah, hopefully Game Pass is going to help get it in front of a ton of people because, like, their last game, Trover Saves the Universe... Was I mean it was PSVR first? Oh wow! Uh, and well, by for that alone, it just didn't get a lot of attention mm-hmm. because VR remains a niche thing that that just can't seem to quite break through. Um, but this one, you know, that I, I can't. Im- I imagine this is one reason they went with a shooter because they were like, "We need something that that's going to appeal to way more people than mm-hmm. a VR project." So what do we do? Oh, shooter. Okay. Yeah, give it a download. Can't recommend it enough. Check out the full review, hopefully by the time this episode airs and you hear it on IGN.com. All right, let's get to what I think will also be a meaty topic for this week uh, to to pivot from the joy of high on life to, I'll, I'll be honest. All right, I'll give you my quick wrap on this because uh, I want to hear from everybody. I the, Most of you have already heard from me because I wrote a whole column on this that got seen a lot uh, over the weekend and starting Friday. So Xbox at the Game Awards. Normally, we come in to Unlocked after the Game Awards and we do our our recap. What did Xbox show? What was cool? There's no recap to do because Xbox literally brought nothing to the show. They showed up empty-handed, put their hands in their pockets, and pulled out (laughs) pockets. They pulled out nothing. Uh, and And I have to say, so I was fortunate enough to be there. I was in the crowd and uh and as I was sitting with john davidson our our editorial director and a- as the show was going on, I was getting I was just noticing I'm like is is like they' we've seen Final Fantasy 16, looks amazing. They showed a great trailer that's a big third party PlayStation five exclusive for next year. We saw Death Stranding 2. Yeah. Big uh, big PS5 exclusive. Of course, Kojima's going to show his thing on Jeff's stage. We saw uh, Forspoken was in the beginning of the show. Another yeah. third-party exclusive for PlayStation. We saw Sony developers wearing out a path up to the stage to accept award after award for all the fantastic exclusive games they shipped during 2022. The Entire um, the, the the totality of Xbox's presence at the Game Awards was a Game Pass ad in the middle of the show, mm-hmm. and the Games for Impact award went to As Dusk Falls. Yep, that's it. That is the entirety of Xbox's presence. Destin, I I, I apologize that you have I, you haven't had a chance to really jump in yet today. So I'm going to start with you just. Let me just we'll start there Just get your reaction to to, you know, because I was frustrated and I sent my tweet that blew up like as soon as the show, as soon as Jeff was like, good night, everybody. I was like, tweet. (laughs) And it just took off and nobody disagreed with me because there was nothing to disagree with. They didn't show up. What was your reaction, Destin?
3: You're absolutely correct. It's fans are frustrated and angry they want to be talking about great xbox games and xbox things that they're excited about and to have a three-hour show with nothing it's ridiculous you can't show a new clip from forza motorsport you can't show a boss from replaced. There's, they have so many things to work with, and Aaron Greenberg says you won't have to wait too long. Well, we waited most to twenty twenty-two. Like
0: that's like he's like, kicking yeah, the can down the road. I love Aaron, but he's he's just damage control, kicking the yeah. can down the road.
3: It's ten years without a game of the year nomination. I believe I don't even think they've been nominated for a game of the year over the last decade.
0: Halo shit, or, or actually, no, Halo was nope, after their cutoff last it. year. Forza didn't get it. For, they both Forza was straight up off. robbed last year. Let's just, yes. let's, yeah. and that's not, that's, that's not on Microsoft. That's on the voters. And I can promise you, IGN's Game, of, Game Awards ballot, which I manage, uh, had Forza Horizon 5 on it last year. But go yeah. ahead, Destin, please. This year,
3: to not even be present, you're there physically, but you got nothing to show. It's offense. It's like frustrating, not offensive, but frustrating to say the least. As an Xbox fan, what are you doing? You're not at the biggest award show of the year. You're not nominated for everything. Sony is wearing out the carpet, as you put in the show notes, Ryan. Yeah. For God of War, Gran Turismo Seven, and I think there was one other one that they.
0: Oh yeah, Stray. Stray Uh and then Horizon yeah. Forbidden West didn't win anything because God of War won everything that <laughs> instead. Yeah. But they were yeah. Horizon was nominated in a bunch of major categories too.
3: It feels like Xbox didn't even show up in 20, 2022. Sure, you got a lot of third party games that are releasing everywhere on Game Pass. That's good for Game Pass. We need to know what exclusives you have coming. And we you need to be talking about them. You can't just be a no show at this event. It's it's annoying.
0: Yeah, you, I'm are annoyed. You mentioned, uh, I'm going to throw to Miranda and Stella here in a second, but Destin, you mentioned the biggest award show of the year. I think, you know, with with the at current death of E3, it's supposed to come back next year and I am rooting like heck for it to be a big deal because I love E3. Me too. But I think it's fair to say, I mean, last year, I went and looked this up for my the, the opinion piece that I wrote. Last year, the total viewership, which I'm sure, of course, Jeff Keeley's accounting for everything he can, as as we all do when we're when we're sourcing metrics. But anyway, the the number was eighty five million total viewership. So it's you know I think it's fair to say that in twenty twenty two with no E three, the Game Awards is probably the biggest event period of the year, and you don't show up for that. So just to just to kind of add on to what you're saying, Miranda,
2: I was a little confused that they didn't have much of a presence at the show simply because their, their E3 was entirely focused on, hey, the first half of the year, we're going to have a lot of things coming out. This is your chance to say... And
0: the second half of this year, by the way. So it's just the yeah. next 12 months, so 12 months, we yeah. haven't seen much of... of
2: it, exactly. So since not much really happened this half of the year, like, obviously, we just got high on life, which is like, yay, but okay, what's coming next? Because we all, of course, want to know what's happening, especially since there's so many big games coming soon. Um, not to have... Any sort of presence was just a little confusing to me because I thought it would be, as you said, like even just for a trailer or an update on something. Um, What this says to me instead is that they don't have any dates to nail down.
0: Yeah. Which is really
2: concerning because it's like, oh, is Starfield going to get pushed to fall? Like, is that what's going to happen? Like, I could very much see that. Yeah, at this point, just because we haven't heard anything, um, obviously, it's definitely a challenge to nail down dates. And I think there are still a lot of developmental challenges. But at the same time, you know, everyone would is kind of, like, looking to see what's going to happen because this year we didn't have any massive Xbox games that we're really looking for. And so with that, I think it's just surprising they didn't want to tease anything given their history at the Game Awards.
0: And by the way, uh, not to, you know... the pandemic work from home making things tougher it's we get that but sony's under those same constraints too and they just shipped they just shipped some awesome
2: games yeah, it, in 2022 it, it, sony did have a very slow year last year That's as well, true. so it that has true. like ping pong but at the same time this is sort of the time that i see them coming up and saying hey we're gonna show some more of this maybe next year Tune in at E3, and then we'll have you know, yeah. cool things that are showcased. Like this yeah. is the time for them to do small updates on things that we already know are happening.
0: You, you make such a great point about release dates. Uh, I went on Next Gen Console Watch last mm-hmm. week, and we were doing you know, fun predictions for. I thought, I thought one of the, my my layup prediction was like, oh, we'll get either Starfield and or uh, Redfall release date trailer. It's like the easiest thing they could possibly you know, it's let us know. All right. Your Xbox, we've got a ton of great stuff lined up for you in 2023. Let's get some dates on the calendar. Here's your Redfall release date. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing.
3: And, and here, here's the thing about Redfall. I know like, I'm excited about it. Miranda's excited about it. But I don't think it has the same impact like a God of War release was. Well, sure. or sure. Or a Halo release. Not would. yet. Starfield has that impact. So yeah. they have yeah. one mega game that they say is coming out. In 2022, they have like a double A for for uh, Redfall only because it's a new IP. We don't know how the community is going to react to that yet. Well, and then we don't know what else is coming for the rest of the year. They right. have so many things in their slate that we know nothing about. No in, updates.
0: In, yeah, Destin, I think the it's it's sort of a weird parallel between the stuff that Sony shipped this year and the stuff that we're expecting from Microsoft at the minimum. For next year, where Sony went, uh, Horizon, Forbidden West, Gran Turismo 7, and God of War, and Micro, you know, we were at least we've the three at the top of the pile that that seem like they're next up that we're hoping to hear f- something about are Redfall, which is sort of I guess the the uh, apples to apples with Horizon in this in this comparison. Uh, Starfield, which is the, the the God of War, and then of course Forza Motorsport, equating <laughs> to Grand Tourism Seven, yeah. yeah, so it's it's very it's just very odd that nothing from those three, and we they're due they are due per Microsoft's own messaging in the next six months, and you know I will say add on to what you said there, Destin, with Redfall about the sort of lack of awareness. It's been a that's been Arcane's. Blessing and curse, I guess. Miranda, you're a fan of the studio. They, they've, they have a track record of, and Fantastic this isn't their, this isn't their fault, by the way. This is no. just like is what it is. Critically acclaimed games every time out. Mm-hmm. That, that's for whatever reason, I don't know if it's just the immersive sim genre is a little tougher to...
2: I think it's just get... people having bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> just, kidding, just kidding, kidding, sorry. But yeah,
0: like, so hopefully, I mean, Redfall, vampires are as, like, mass pop culture as you can get. Mm-hmm. Lo- or werewolves, right? You go vampires or werewolves. So hopefully uh, that will help Redfall get the attention that, that arcane games tend to sorely ten- lack uh from the from the mass audience but that's also assuming that the game's awesome but arcane's track record I mean, suggests they,
2: it's probably yeah, going yeah. to be
1: done a great job so far so yeah. <laughs> and Deathloop is now on game pass yes so if you've not played it please play it because it is really really good
0: that's fantastic. Um, yeah stella where, where did you land watching all this
1: I so I was trying to think back, I was like, what did we, there was nothing from Xbox. When you mentioned the Game Pass ad, I was like, I don't even remember seeing that. So yeah, I feel like any sort of update, any sort of communication about the future titles that we're all really excited about would have been really nice. Just seeing someone go up there and be like, We're really we don't have anything to show you today, but we are really excited to talk about this and this at future events. That would have been really nice. I know Miranda talked about that. That would have been any sort of communication, at least especially for me because of how Halo turned out, would be really nice. Just any sort of communication before things get a little bit out of hand would be really great. Um, I know that there are a lot more hardcore fans who are very disappointed about this, and it's like, we we don't get any updates, and it kind of sucks. I I know Starfield's going to be a really big one coming up, and we got one really long showcase at
0: the showcase. Yes, <laughs> the
1: summer showcase. <laughs> which was really nice, but yeah. I'm like after that it's just dead silence and I'm like, okay, great. Can we get like another look at dialogue? I mean, they, they've trees done a something?
0: few of those like... little like dev diary, little round table things, which yeah, have been interesting in fairness, like I have enjoyed looking at those. And... That's
1: cool, but like not everyone gets to look at those. Like I'm not aware of like, oh, that came out. Okay, great, cool. They could have shown one of those at the game awards or something, right? It would have been nice. <sighs>
0: Yeah, and and I I don't know if I totally get your point about managing expectations. And yeah. to to his point, our friend Aaron Greenberg he has talked about that publicly on Twitter before. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we need to you know set, we do a better job of setting expectations ahead of events. But I, even if even if Aaron had tweeted, "Hey guys, it, we're gonna be yeah. it's gonna be kind of low key for us with the Game Awards, but we'll have more to," I still. I mean, it would have taken some of this thing out,
1: yeah. mm-hmm. but
0: I'd, I still would be upset at them for, yeah. for not showing up at all. I think, too. At all to the Game <laughs> oh Awards. God.
2: I think, too, like, they, they just announced the price increase as well. So it's just a little, <laughs> a, a little, I'm sorry, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's breaking. Uh, I think with that, too, I will note, I know we've been saying there's like nothing. There was one thing aside from that trailer. Mm-hmm. We did see more of Replaced. But that yeah, is not necessarily the, just an Xbox exclusive. It is also a PC game. It's going to be on the Epic Games Well, Netflix and that's store fine. And other yeah, it was too. in
0: the pre-show, right? Yeah. yeah, technically. Which, okay. New trailer for that. All right. So uh, I guess that...
2: 2023. That, that's, that's all, though.
0: That, <laughs> still nothing in fun. the proper show itself.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I, I agree. That's all I had to add.
0: That's but, uh, it's good, for, good to update the record, correct the record on that. <laughs> from xbox game studios over on wikipedia
3: here's what we got in 2022 as dust falls in july forza motors forza horizon 5 hot wheels in july then in september the grounded full release Mm -hmm. age of empires 4 the anniversary edition for pc
0: which
3: which reviewed quite well and then age of empires 2 definitive edition is coming out in january
0: two re-releases yeah
3: Here's other stuff that's coming in 2023: Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends, Age of Empires 4 to the console, uh, and then a bunch of TBA stuff. So, like,
2: so one thing that also confuses me is that they just announced that the Riot partnership is is going live, and they could have featured that at the game where it's pretty excitedly. Like, that's that's a huge deal, and I know they mentioned at the showcase forever ago, but it's kind of surprising. Like, even something like that didn't get a second, and maybe it's just the choice on theirs. Uh, Obviously, putting announcements together takes a lot of work. Any sort of slice, any sort of demo, any sort of trailer that's a ton of work. Um, but to have not something like that, which is really exciting, is surprising. So, if you guys aren't caught up, that's basically for a lot of Riot games. If you have Game Pass, Ultimate Edition on PC or anything, um, you can get a bunch of like all the Champions in League basically, anything that's a premium paid feature link your Game Pass account and now you have all of it unlocked which is a pretty massive it's deal. Huge. That's a massive value. Yeah. But like that just went live and they could have they sh- could have yeah, shown I, that.
0: And and if if you're listening to this thinking, you know, if you're thinking Ryan, you you seem like overly upset about this. And that's no. fair if it, but here I think were I were it were this hit for me and I think a lot of people that read my opinion piece and, and and watch the game awards for themselves are I think I think a lot of it is this no-show at the game Awards to me felt like the straw that broke the camel's back because that we have been constantly strung along by Xbox by Microsoft with the presence of wait till next year guys yeah we got tons of great stuff for you coming next year and again I don't make games I know it's difficult but I, this is on management. This is on uh, the messaging and the the scheduling. Like, uh, I get there, there are forces beyond your control when you lose, as we've discussed at length, when you lose Replaced from 2022 and Stalker 2 because of a literal war that breaks out in the developer's country that threatens their actual lives and families... You can't plan for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, I, I pointed this out in my piece. I had to go and double check to make sure I had the number right. There are 23 first-party studios, and that's not counting the ones they're tr- trying, the pile, the extra pile they're trying to acquire in the Activision King, uh, Blizzard King thing, which we'll we'll bring that up in a second. It's just, I just don't understand how it's one thing for games not to ship. It's another for you to not even try to tell your fans, "Hey, we got you. Here here's here's a taste of what's coming up. We're we're on we're on the way. We're you know, people have invested a lot of money in over not just this generation, not just the last 2 years, but for many years in the Xbox ecosystem and it's we're at the point now. It's like we've been chasing that Xbox 360 era high for 10 years. Mm. Ten years we've been chasing that high. And it's we can't seem to get it. Like 2021, fall 2020, the second half, we were just like I wrote a column that said the Xbox's game drought is over. And I had to make fun of myself in this <laughs> new piece about that, because that it just it looked like great. Here we go. Forza Horizon 5. Halo Infinite, Psychonauts 2, you had a few other little third-party things in there. We're off, we're rolling. The past is the past. The We're, we're going to get just game, just quarter after quarter of cool video games uh, exclusive on this platform from here on out. And it's just, here we go. We're right back to... We're right back to... Uh, we're Charlie Brown. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Lucy is Microsoft and the promise of, of <laughs> exclusive games is the football. And Lucy just keeps yanking that football away. And we keep trying to kick that damn ball. Oh. And it's, uh, yeah, it's so that's, I, the frustration factor. I, it just, it's, it's just the, they're, I, I don't know. Like when, when do people just say, you know what, <laughs> forget it. I'm going over to Sony. Like I know it's, it's a, it's easier said than done when, you know, again, you've, actually invested $500 in a Series X console, but I don't know. Destin, where, where, yeah, talk like, to me Where's
3: Where's State of Decay 3? Like, still yeah. nothing from that game. Where's whatever compulsion is working on nothing mm-hmm. since 2018. Give me a gear uh, six teaser.
2: Something yeah. that game is
0: in development with like, everybody knows where that's in de- give me, give me a crimson omen and like a, yeah. a grunty Marcus Phoenix, anything. <laughs>
3: show me something from Hell. Show me a behind the scenes for hellblade too. Yeah. Like we haven't heard anything from, from them. in for so long, there's so many studios. You said what? 23, 23, right? 23. And mm-hmm. just to not be present at this event, I know they they're, Obviously planning something yeah. in the new year, but to miss a beat, you don't have like an asset or two that you can show from any of these properties. They just show some gameplay, like uh, I'm. I'm just dumbfounded yeah. that they would just be a no show at like, this event.
0: You're right; they have a plan, and we'll find out what it is. But I certainly don't agree with <laughs> that plan so far. Yeah, it's just it's it's Microsoft has spent. Ever since uh, the the unveiling of the Xbox One, or specifically the E three E three twenty thirteen when when they went four ninety nine and bundled with the Kinect, and Sony came out with three ninety nine and and that that just absolutely deadly. Here's how to share games with your friends on PS four. Yeah. Step one, give game. That's it. I mean that that ever since then, Microsoft has lost. I mean, you look at. They've lost tens of millions of players. Tens of millions. The 360 and the PS3 globally were neck and neck. Uh, Now, with obviously Sony, the PS3 doing significantly better than the 360 outside of North America, but North America, the 360, won the race. The 360 was it. And Microsoft has lost tens of millions of, of those people to the PS4, and we uh, I, with with what they've been doing the first couple of years of this generation capped off by this no show i what's the plan to get those people back mm. what's the plan it's it's really bizarre to me uh as somebody who's covered this platform for twenty years i've I've been here through the hot the the great times and the the lowest of the low times in twenty thirteen and twenty fourteen so
2: can I hear a grievance? While Please, yeah. While, make, we're, while let, we're letting this out on talking. the table. Make me stop talking, yeah. No, so one thing that has also been sort of a miss for me with Xbox, obviously there's a lot going on here that we're talking about, but I think it's also the continued lack of certain games on the Xbox presence. Like, obviously we have all these studios, they're doing great things, and we know that Phil's really trying hard to work toward getting more JRPGs and other connections there. But things like... Genshin Impact, Final Fantasy 14, like these really big MMOs, these things that have massive communities, they're only available yeah. basically on PlayStation, and that that keeps being the trend. Like we keep seeing a lot of these really big games that have big names only go to PlayStation. Like the fact that they haven't made some sort of connection with Hoyoverse yet is just kind of baffling to me. I will say this is this year is the most I've ever held a PlayStation controller in my entire life, simply because of Genshin yeah. Impact. Mm. And like I Wish so badly that it was on Xbox. Every day I pick it up, I'm like, ah, oh, this could have been my elite. You could have been but... getting achievements in there. You yeah, could have been... there's, there's so much. And so just things like that. And I'm, I'm so, I don't, I hope that conversations are in the works for Xbox to get more of those sorts of things, too, because I think those communities really like having a console ecosystem like me. I really love being able to go from my phone to my tablet to my PC to my PlayStation to like everyone in my house, wherever I'm at. I want to be able to get this game and not being able to have that on Xbox is actually a really big bummer for me. So I'm hoping that's something that we also see in the future with Xbox and Microsoft figuring out those relationships better. And,
3: and Naraka, if Naraka Blade Point is a good example of Xbox yep. establishing those relationships, but they walked away from Genshin at one point. That's the story, anyway. And, uh, yeah. And yeah, so Genshin could have been an Xbox game, but Sony got
0: it. Yeah. And and if it seems like I'm going really hard at Microsoft here, it's it is honestly it's the same reason that I went. I don't. I think Destin, you were on the show at that point. Miranda and Stella weren't it, but it's yeah, the, a, it's the One, same. Yeah. It's the same reason that I went hard at three, four, three after when Halo Five came out. It's because. I, I really love this. I love the Xbox platform. I wouldn't still be covering it. Like I could go cover whatever I want at IGN. Like if I, <laughs> I, and I, I mean I, at least lucky I get to dabble in other things. But I'm still like I, I am happy and and proud to to be the Xbox guy at IGN for the ten plus years I've been here. And so that's it's it really is because I love this and I I want to see Xbox succeed because I remember. How joyous it was in that Xbox 360 era! It was insane how like there was just always amazing stuff. It was just such a great energy, a great community. I mean, there's still a great community now, but it's I really it's it's tough love. I do I want them to do well, but it's like every time they get up and they start to get some momentum. They just step on another rake, smack right in the face. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. We're same old Microsoft. So, um, and, and Xbox told us, Ryan,
3: and this is what they really need to figure out. They're going to have regular big releases throughout the year. Nothing for 2022. Yeah. If, if that's not figured out by 2023, like you're going to continue hemorrhaging players and People that are like invested in the Xbox ecosystem. Because yeah. how long, how long are you supposed to wait? Well, yeah. at some point, it's just like, oh, it's time to bail.
0: Right. Well, it's a fair point, Destin. We are, we are, we have now begun year three of the Series X generation. Yeah.
2: Wow. Year one, oh, year three. Because
3: Halo was delayed. <laughs> oh my God. Then we got Halo and Forza, which are great. And then nothing. <laughs> like, what happened? COVID, sure. But
0: yeah. Huh. It's year three. Just, it's by, too much. By, I mean, I think. I know I did a Twitter thread about this. I, I don't remember if I did it on this show, but by the first two years of the 360 era, again, I know I keep going back to that, but there's the, the first two years of the 360 era were insane. Insane with the, the, the amount of quality exclusives and quality games we got, and we're just not remotely close to that. Even uh, the side-by-side I had done, even the first two years of the Xbox One, delivered more than the first two years of the Series X. It, it, the, re- the rest of the Xbox One generation was, was real rough, but those first two years were actually pretty good, highlighted by Sunset Overdrive. Uh, all right. Now, I guess the... Real quick, just to, to head off what some of you may be yelling into your, into your, your uh, device as you're listening to this podcast, because the, the only sort of defense... That I saw floated out there for this, and it's not even necessarily a defense. It's people just trying to explain it. Like, what? Why did they not show up? A lot of people out there think, well, it, maybe it, Xbox must just be laying low while they're waiting for this regulatory approval uh, for the for the Activision Blizzard. Like, they're trying to just basically underplay their hand yeah. so that the the FTC and the in the UK the CMA sign off on this merger rather than like come out thumping their chest and being like, look at all this cool stuff we got and we're going to get a whole bunch more when we buy this company for $69 billion. I don't, it, it could that be a reason? Yes. Do I think it is? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, I don't think the FTC or the CMA care about a release date trailer for Redfall mm-hmm. <laughs> or, a, or, a, you know, some gameplay from Forza Motorsport or, a a Gears of War 6 announcement teaser. I care. I know. I know you do. And that's why I wanted you to have that, yeah. Miranda.
2: I'm looking at some Gears of War art right now. So, and I was like, man.
0: I, yeah, I just I don't. Uh, I, I don't. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so really, that Thursday, the Thursday of the Game Awards last week was, it was a bad day for Microsoft, not only because they, of their own volition, failed to show up, but that same day. F- the FTC sued right. yeah. Microsoft to formally try and stop the acquisition. So all the nonsense uh, lobbying and and uh, FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. If you're not familiar with that term, all the all the FUD that Sony was putting out there, it's working. They got the government to file suit against Microsoft. So, uh, I would love to stop talking about this story and just have this this thing either get approved or or not. But we're gonna keep talking about it. So there's nothing more to report right now, other than the FTC is suing Microsoft to block this acquisition.
2: I would like to go on but record that I was the one who is with the most doubt of this going through, but also we don't know yet.
0: Yeah. We don't know yet. Uh <laughs> it's it's a, the soap opera continues. All right. Uh let's well, go not, ahead, Destin, not only is the FTC
3: suing them, but they didn't even give Brad Sams from Microsoft, a chance to sit down with the staff to talk about their proposal for consent decrees. Yeah. So, like, 10 years to Nintendo, 10 years to Steam. Uh, they have an offer on the table for uh, Sony to have Call of Duty for 10 years and allow it on PlayStation Plus is what yeah. Bloomberg is reporting. And uh, FTC's like, no, we want to take you to court. To me, it's a political play. And, like, even, even the CMA came out and said, that's not quite what we said, your main thesis to your, your suit, yeah, that's not what we said, that's not what happened. They still make a point, the FTC does, but it's, it's really on shaky ground. And Xbox and Activision are like, oh, we're ready to go to court on this one.
0: Well, so it's and, gonna get
3: more interesting in the new year.
0: And I'm no legal expert, but I would think that uh, the FTC refusing that meeting if a judge sees that during the case, the judge is going to, that's going to help Microsoft out because the judge is going to go, well, Microsoft wanted to sit down and talk this out with you guys. You know? So that, we'll see, that could end up being a factor in this lawsuit, and so. And the UK
3: regulatory body is criticizing the FTC for the case. So, like, it's really not a good let look. The, for let the drama
0: continue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of drama... The Unlock Block Trivia Challenge to end the show on a much happier (laughs) note. We could crown a champion today, and if we do, it's going to be this young lady right here, Miranda Sanchez, because she currently holds a one-point lead over Stella and a two-point lead over Destin Leguerri. And so, Patrick Morris. Thank you, Patrick, for writing in with your question. You You could have the championship-deciding Unlock Block Trivia question here. Here we go. Actress Marina Sirtis rose to prominence in the late 80s when she took on the role of counselor Deanna Troy in Star Trek The Next Generation. She would later go on to lend her voice to another sci-fi franchise on the Xbox 360. Which franchise was it? Gears of War, Perfect Dark, Prey, the 2006 version that uh, Human Head made, which was an excellent game, by the way, or Mass Effect? So this is this is this is an interesting one. I I don't know if I would have gotten this. Uh, so we'll see. I'm I'm gonna go. I mean, we have to go to Miranda first. We have yeah. to make her answer first on this. It's
2: true. I have never wished I was more into Star Trek now than, than ever before because I I've never seen it except for some movies of Star Trek.
0: Uh, TNG is really good.
2: That's what I've heard. Yeah. yeah, I've always just been. I don't know. I've just never seen it. It's weird. Um, I'm gonna guess Mass Effect.
0: Okay. Stella, I'll go your way next. You're in second place.
1: Mm, Okay. A reminder
0: that if Miranda gets it right, you have to get it right to keep pace. And if she gets it wrong and you get it right, you could tie. And then next week you could win.
1: I don't know. I feel like like Mass Effect is like the obvious sci-fi game. But like, okay, so the Prey one, was that the one that uh, was where you could like be in the little objects and stuff like... There could be Mimics. Where no, that, that not, was
0: the newer Prey. This okay. was the one with a more Native American theme from okay, the 360 sure. era. Yeah, okay. it was an excellent game.
1: <sighs> which which Star Trek was she in?
0: TNG, Next Generation. Oh, TNG, okay. Counselor Troy.
1: Dang it. There was a
0: lot of sexual tension with Commander Riker and sometimes oh, a little love triangle with uh, oh, with Worf oh, in there, too. I only
1: got it. Yeah. I, I only started the original, and I got to season... Halfway through season one. Dang it. Um <sighs> Okay, so the options were Prey, Mass Effect. Um... Uh,
0: Gears of War, Perfect Dark.
1: <sighs> oh my God, I don't know. I don't want to. Just in case she's wrong, I don't want to be with her, but like, <laughs> what if she's right? Um... Who knows? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I have hope. I'm so sorry. What was the other one other than. Perfe- it was Gears of War, Perfect Gears Dark, of War. Okay. Prey, and Mass Effect. <sighs> I feel like. I don't know I'm gonna go well you would know Gears of War but like you don't know the actress so do I don't do that (laughs) don't do that um I'm gonna I'm gonna go with perfect
0: dark okay all right Destin, that leaves you, and you—you have to get this correct to stay in the game, Destin. No matter what. I'm still in the game if I get it right. (laughs) Well, unless Miranda gets it right.
3: Well, it's Mass Effect, so Miranda's won the challenge.
1: (laughs) You know this for sure.
3: Yeah, it's Mass Effect. She played uh, one of the characters in the flotilla.
0: He, his Mass Effect fandom shines through. It is Mass Effect. He played uh, she played the mother of Liara, matriarch Venezia. Yep. Vanesha. Yeah. Who was assisting Saren specifically to kill Commander oh Shepard.
2: Did I know that? that? Actually, hurt. yes I knew that. You knew that? <laughs> I kind of
0: was
3: I'm like is she hamming it up? There's no way she doesn't know this.
0: Oh. You know. So, yeah. uh Miranda, congratulations. Yeah. You have won the Unlock block <laughs> trivia
2: challenge Yay, for I 2022. Can't it. <laughs> it was the right <laughs> answer. the two times defending <laughs> champion. <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 so, sorry if you're watching. The, if you're not watching the video, I'm so sorry. But I'm being harassed. I'm being harassed again.
3: There's an yeah. animated star it's of
0: some
1: sort. On this game it's a rabbit. It's a rabbit. Like.
0: Miranda loves the rabbits. It is her favorite game franchise on the planet.
1: If she gets a peel box, she adores, you <laughs> should it. definitely send her Lumi plushies. <laughs> Please don't. Is
0: this my reward for
3: right? No, no. <laughs> did, did you know right away, Miranda, the answer? Yeah. Yeah, I don't care
1: like it wasn't yeah. the right answer because then she we would all just it
3: cool. agree with it tons of marketing yeah. material about it and like yeah. she did all these interviews and like it was a big deal as a next generation fan i used mm-hmm. to watch it with my dad okay and a mass spec <laughs> fan i knew this answer the second i read it
0: all right she's so, gonna walk off yeah. set if you're not careful here there we leave. go <laughs> 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 well we're all gonna walk off set in a second so that is the end of unlocked episode 574. Congratulations to our two-time defending trivia champion, Miranda Sanchez.
2: Honestly, just so happy that this last one was something I actually knew, which I was just like, I actually know this trippy question, so Y'all I felt you send in pretty some Titanfall questions, thank please.
0: <laughs> <I'm> <laughs>
1: <Stop>. Come on. <laughs> I and know on! Congratulations too. to uh Stella and Destin, <laughs> yeah.
0: we had a great competition this year. You know year. what? Really My did. first
1: year on the podcast, where, second where place, I'll take it. That's great. I'll take it. So this means like Destin. It's, this means I get Destin's position, right?
0: <laughs> no. where, where did the scores
3: end up? Like it was 2-1-3? Well,
0: 11 10, because 10, 10, you got, you didn't oh. get this one, in
3: Dest- oh, so t- Destin tied t- you.
2: Yeah. I keep,
3: yeah. I keep my
0: position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: That was a very close race, though. Yeah. Congratulations, guys. That was great. That was a really
1: close yeah. year. Thank you, Ryan, well, for next, running this. As always, next it's so week, fun.
3: We could do trivia again, and oh, then if we God. all get it right, then we do a runoff, like we did that one. No, no,
0: no, it's
1: over. I
3: just want Ryan to do as much work as possible for How about Destin and I to
1: just fight to the death for second spot?
0: Oh, I'd pay to watch that.
1: Because <laughs> I know
2: who's, you...
0: <laughs> who's dying in that scenario. That's I... true.
2: <laughs> what if you guys come to, to my arena and we do a 1v1 in Dota, but it's Destin and oh, Stella. We're going to press
1: random buttons not knowing what yeah. to
2: do. Actually, I actually have no idea who would come out winning with that one. I'm
3: so RTS, so I might have an edge. Do <laughs> you play RTS? <laughs> All
0: right, got to get out of here. Uh, thank you to Patrick Morris for that excellent unlock block trivia question. But hey, Uh, keep those trivia questions coming because I want to build up a good stash of them heading into next year. I guess we probably won't do trivia next week, but we will be here next week. So stick with us. We've got one more unlocked for you in 2022 before we take a little one-week holiday break, and then we'll be back to start fresh in 2023 as I hope Xbox will be ready (laughs) to start fresh in 2023. Yes, please. Yes. So for Destin Legarry, Stella Chung and Miranda Sanchez and our super producer, Red, I'm Ryan. This was, again, Unlocked 574. We'll see you next week.
3: Welcome. You've got the digital.
0: Monsters lurk in the shadowy corners of the internet. Our darkest fears peer back at us from the depths of the web. We can. Oh. <coughs> oh, hey, holy. Hey, Linda Blair. Are you all right? No. Can we maybe do this a different tone? Hey there, I'm Perry Carpenter. And I'm Mason Amadeus. On our podcast, Digital Folklore, we explore monsters, memes, and everything in between.
3: Looking at our digital expressions through the lens of folklore, we break down the stories and
0: communities we create online. And we try to make it a lot of fun. The show is presented in an audio drama style with a narrative and soundscape that's designed to draw you in. We weave insightful research and expert interviews with humor and storytelling. Come check it out. Search Digital Folklore wherever you get your podcasts.